Broadcasting from the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, this is the RX2 Live Podcast. A weekly podcast about the people, technology, products, and services that are positively impacting healthcare in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Hear interviews with special guests and healthcare news from around the world. Around the world. And now, here's your host, master developer for RX2Live, Walt Magura. Hello, Walt Magura here with RX2Live. Thank you for joining our podcast today. Here at RX2Live, we are positively focused on impacting millions of lives. And our topic today is going to be relationships, how to make them and how to keep them. I'll start by telling you kind of a little story how I came up with this topic, which was I was talking with my wife the other day, and we were talking about our three kids who are all grown, um, you know, their 20s to 30s. And we were, we were just laughing about how um, each of them are different in how they develop relationships, how they develop them, how they keep them, and how they maintain them. And so it got me thinking about all of us as people and the importance of relationships in our lives, what they mean to us professionally, what they mean to us personally, and, and the effort that it takes to keep them, maintain them, and to grow new ones. And especially as you get older, we find, at least I do sometimes, maybe I'm not as, uh, as outgoing as I should be. So I've got seven keys to relationships and making new ones and keeping them. I'll start with the first one, which is really very simple. Be open. What I mean by being open is being open to talk and meet and interact with people that you don't know. One of the things that I've noticed with my kids, my boys versus my daughter, is my daughter doesn't know a person that she doesn't like. She will talk to pretty much anybody and meet people and get along with people and find common ground with people. As to compared to my sons, which tend to be a bit more, um, I'd say, careful on how they interact with people. And they probably get that from me, to be honest with you. Um, I think about my life and how I work with people, and I've tended to probably more than, more than not, at least in the early phases of my life, find people that were more like me in terms of my hobbies or the things that I was doing with work. And um, I just wasn't open to, to, to talking with people that were, that, were, um, that were different. And so when I say be open, I mean that in terms of looking at people and, and looking at people with an open lens, not a pre- predisposed lens of they have to do this thing, they have to have this hobby, they have to speak this way, be open. That's number one, uh, part A of number one. Part B of number, t- of, of number one is slow down. In other words, and I, everybody's different this way, I tend to move very quickly. You can tell, you know, sometimes probably in the way I talk, I'm thinking, I'm going, I'm moving, I'm always, you know, I'm on the go and I've got to go, go, go. And I've been talking to, to my wife about uh, the journey and the ability to slow down and appreciate the journey. So if you're gonna make relationships, if you're doing a thousand miles an hour, the likelihood of you actually taking the time to meet somebody is gonna be, be pretty slim. So I would tell you just you know, slow down a little bit. So be open to people and be willing to look at people as an opportunity to get to know somebody, not as somebody you want to avoid. That's number one. Number two is now that you've slowed down and you're open to talking to people, take the time to listen and engage them. Everybody has a story. Everybody wants to tell you about what they're doing, about their kids, about their job, or whatever it is. With me, it's my children or my wife or or my hobbies. 
but listen to people, engage with them, get to know them, appreciate what, they, what they're telling you and why they're telling you it and what it means to them and try to relate to them because that's how you start to build those bridges, which are really the foundation for how you start to establish those relationships. And so as you're listening, number three is find that common ground. All of us have hobbies. All of us have passions, whether it's family, whether it's church, whether it's you know, work, whatever it is. And as you listen and you hear what they're saying, give them time to say it, but then relate back to them your common ground item, whether it's the kids or, or whatever it is. By finding that common ground and establishing that common ground, you sow the seeds of building a relationship. I know it sounds simple, but by doing it and taking the time to do it, you're, you're finding the opportunity to create a, a, a new relationship. Once you've made that common ground, what I would encourage you to do is number four, is take time to circle back with them and engage in that common ground, right? Develop it together. Maybe for me, it's bike riding or for running or swimming. Or, you know, for my wife, it's, it's finding deals and shopping and getting, you know, finding a way to be very thrifty. You know, for my kids, it could be climbing or it could be teaching at school or it could be any number of things. My point to you is, as you establish common ground with people, as you find that area or two of where you have shared interest, take time to develop it together. And as you do, you know, start to extend a trusting kind of way of working with them and working in the sense of being able to develop the fact that they can count on you as you go down this journey and this path on this common ground. As time goes by, the fifth is, um, you know, as you develop a relationship, what I find and I think about in the relationships I, that I have, especially the ones that are meaningful, there are relationships where I will be there when asked. In other words, it's about being reliable. It's about being consistent and they know that you'll be there for them in thick and thin. And that's where you take a relationship from casual to deeper and to more meaningful. And, you know, not, you don't have to have every relationship be, you know, deep and meaningful, but you do need, we all need, we need to have few people that we can count on and that we can trust, that we know that will be there in thick and thin. And so I would tell you that, um, you know, as you start to develop these relationships with, with people and you start to really find that common ground, always be mindful of being, um, being reliable and being counted on. And tell them, tell them you can count on them because not everybody knows it. You might think about it and you might think in your head that they know it, especially as a guy. Um, you know, we think we may not communicate as often as we'd like. Tell them that, look, if you ever need me, I'll be there. Number six, which is really another way of developing a relationship, is serve together, volunteer, help others. I think, you know, personally, we were built to serve others. And I know that goes against the grain with common thinking and the way that a lot of people sort of present how to be successful in the world. But from a relationship standpoint, when you work with somebody serving somebody else, I think that creates a special bond. It certainly makes you um, happier and it brings a, a, um, a different bond together because when you help others, I just think it's in our genetics that we, we were built to serve and that when you do that together, it creates a new dynamic in the relationship. The last thing I would, uh, I would tell you is number seven, 
right? So you start with being open. You start with listening. Number two is listening and engaging. Number three is finding common ground. Number four is making time to engage in that common ground. Number five is being there, right? Being reliable, being consistent. And number six was serving. Number seventh is be thankful. You know, when you develop a friend, when you develop a relationship, somebody that you can count on, that's really, that's a big deal. Um, and, and, you know, if you talk to a lot of people and you read a lot of statistics, you know, a lot of people feel lonely out there. So, so be thankful. Tell them that you're thankful for their friendship. Tell them that you're thankful for the relationship. Let them know that you care for them. And even if it's a casual relationship, let them know that you're appreciative. Because with every relationship, you have an opportunity to learn, you have an opportunity to grow, and that's what makes this whole journey called life worth living. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on the Rx to Live podcast today. Really appreciate you being here. You know, at Rx to Live, we are, tr- we are committed to impacting millions of lives. If you want, connect with me on Facebook at Rx to Live DFW, or you can connect with me at LinkedIn at Walt Magura. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Rx to Live podcast. Rx to Live podcast. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address. It's rx2live-dfw.com. Pass it along to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube at rx 2 DFW. This has been a Walt Magura production. Join us next time, next time. for another edition of the RX2 Live Podcast. <laughs>